talking about bringing your puppy home and preparing your home uh, for the puppy's arrival, getting the equipment you need, getting your house set up, uh, getting your yard prepared, all those sorts of things. Another consideration uh, when incorporating a new puppy into your household is if you are bringing your puppy into a multi-dog household, if you already have dogs. And so I'm going to give you a, a kind of little brief blurb on some do's and don'ts for initial introduction of your puppy to a house that already has dogs. So in a perfect world, um, if you have dogs, the initial introduction between your puppy and the new dogs, uh, your, your puppy, the new puppy and your older dogs, should be away from your house, right? So you don't want any of the dogs to meet uh, in their own territory to begin with. So you don't want to bring a new puppy into your dog's household and bring it into your living room and let them loose to meet. You want to take them out and ideally off property. Uh, some dogs are more territorial uh, and they're, they behave wildly differently with dogs coming into their space than when they're meeting dogs out in the world. So I have a tendency to take them out uh, off the property. The other thing is I don't let them initially meet right away and come up and contact each other. So we'll walk both of them on leash around each other or I'll let the puppy, if the puppy's too young to walk on leash, then I'll frequently uh, go out and put one of my older dogs uh, on a leash and I'll bring the puppy up in my hands and I'll let them see each other. Uh, and be around each other, but not directly contact each other. If the puppy's old enough to walk on the leash, then I'll actually take them for a walk together, but not let them contact each other. They walk along next to each other until they're not that interested in interacting with each other. And then when I go to let them introduce, we meet each other, um, I watch their body language initially. So is the puppy uh, acting playful? Is the adult dog uh, acting playful? If your older dog is stiff and hackling and appearing uncomfortable, then we keep the puppy out of their space. If they're kind of inviting play, then I might let them meet each other uh, briefly in that initial setting. I like my dogs when I'm bringing them into the house, a puppy and new puppy into the house. Um, and if that goes well off the property, uh, that's great. Uh, I let them meet. The other thing is if you're letting them loose to play together, which if they seem okay and you want to let them loose together, uh, I want to supervise that, make sure that the older dog doesn't overwhelm the puppy or scare the puppy. Um, and the puppy doesn't pester the older dog into correcting them right off the bat. Um, if I want to, I want to have a little more space so they can move around. I also want to make sure there are no resources around, no toys, no bones, no sticks, no things like that. Nothing that one of the dogs could guard from the other uh, in those initial introductions. If that goes well off the property, when I bring them home, I don't also let them loose together in the house. We get a lot of what I call protected contact, where my puppy is in an X-Pen, my older dog is out on a bed near them or walking by them, or my older dog's in an X-Pen or in a crate, a wire crate, and I'll walk my puppy by, and I do things. So they see each other, they pass each other, but they don't do a lot of direct interaction with each other in those initial stages. Uh, there's a couple of considerations. One, I want to make sure that the puppy doesn't get in trouble when your older dog's on their bed and the puppy runs over and jumps on them and pesters them into correcting them. Um, or the older dog wants, or they want to play all the time. Right? So what can happen frequently is if you let them loose in the house together, the puppy's playful. If your older dog is playful, they want to play all the time in the house. And I tend to like to compartmentalize that. One of the things with a working puppy that we're going to talk about throughout the video is compartmentalizing where they expend energy. What I want my puppy to do is have areas of high arousal activity and areas of lower arousal activity. And my house is an area of low arousal activity. When I'm raising a working dog and I want that dog uh, to be in my home, I don't want it to be on all the time. And when people ask about a dog with an off switch, a lot of that is created. If 
I take a highly motivated dog and I'm teaching that dog to do things, I need to build and channel motivation and I want that to happen in areas where I want the dog to perform those tasks. And in my house, I want my dog to be relaxed. And so if I let my puppy start playing with the older dog a lot in the house, that becomes an area of high arousal activity. So I don't allow any interactive play in the house. If they're going to play, if I decide it's useful for them to play at a certain stage, they do it outside. So inside, because you can't control a puppy, you can't tell them not to play. I need to keep them separate, but I want them near each other so they get used to seeing each other, passing each other, they're comfortable with each other. The other thing with my puppy is I'm trying to develop a relationship with my puppy. So if I let my puppy play with the older dog too much, the puppy can start to bond with the older dog over me. And so until my work is at a certain point and the puppy looks at me as sort of the main center of their attention and I have a good working relationship with the puppy, I don't want it to develop too strong a bond or too strong a relationship with my other dogs. I want them to like them. Uh, but I don't want them to look at them as the source of their entertainment. I want to be that for them. And so I'm going to control a lot of those initial interactions. And then when you initially have the dogs out together in the house or around the house, again, watch resources and those sorts of things. If you have problems, be careful when you have a dog in an X-Pen or a crate, if they have any barrier frustration or crate aggression problems. There are dogs that will be fine with other dogs outside of barriers and crates, but if you put them behind a fence, a crate, a, um, uh, in a crate or behind an X-Pen, um, other dogs coming up to that, they guard their space. So if you have an older dog like that, be super careful about your puppy approaching their crate or approaching their X-Pen uh, and um, getting scared by the older dog aggressing towards them. And then also if you have an older dog that has uh, certain um, behavioral problems that you don't want your puppy to pick up on. So if you have an older dog that barks a lot at the door or crate guards or any of those sorts of behaviors that you may not want to instill in your puppy, be careful. Puppies can learn from the older dogs uh, bad habits like that quite quickly. So I crate my puppy near my older dog frequently when I'm trying to get them used to each other. But if you have an older dog that has crate-related problems, spinning, barking, aggression in the crate, don't crate your puppy near them. It can scare your puppy or your puppy can learn to do the same things from them. So those are just a few of the basic considerations you want to go into. Obviously, you could have an entire DVD on integrating dogs into your household. But from our perspective, I just wanted to give you a few kind of major do's and don'ts uh, before you bring your puppy home.